Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to the next edition of the Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. You're with Stuart Haslam, as usual, on Monday. And this time we have Stephanie Holtzogen, our Chief Investment Officer, based in Singapore for the Asia-Pacific. Stephanie, how are you? I'm very well, Stuart. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. And I hope all of our listeners are doing very well as well. Now, let's go straight into it because our Chief Investment Officer himself, Christian Nolting, was on the podcast last week. And he talked about a very cautious pullback into equities going back to neutral. And Stephanie, my first question has to be, it looks like that might have been a decent call. Risk sentiment seems to have improved. The markets have stabilized somewhat. What's your take on that? Well, first of all, I have to say that Christian always making fantastic calls. That's the, <laughs> that's the start to this. And then um, it was uh, obviously extremely good timing because you are absolutely right. The, uh, the markets have stabilized. It looks like a, a cautious risk on environment. Although I would say, um, you know, n- n- the world hasn't really changed uh, dramatically. It's just that, um, you know, my interpretation is that now that um, the concerns grow uh, over U.S. economic downturn, um, with the data that came in, the Fed's problem obviously is that, you know, the plenty of soft indicators and service, uh, surveys are pointing to a slowdown. Um, and it doesn't mean it, that the Fed necessarily needs to shift from being hawkish to dovish, but it now raises the question of how much a given level of rates causes activity to slow. So the market is pulled back in, in pricing that extreme aggressiveness that we just had a few weeks ago that was then uh, driving up um, yields in the U.S. Treasury market and also um, was causing uh, the equities to suffer so much. So this this seemed to have stabilized that angle. And, um, you know, looking into next week, it's very important um, uh, week actually for the U.S. We start off slow because Monday is a public holiday in the U.S., but we will uh, we'll get more uh, meat uh, uh, to the bone over the week uh, because we have non-farm payrolls data on Friday coming out um, and also ISM manufacturing on Wednesday. So also this will be data points that we will be scrutinized as to how this will affect the Fed. And right now, everybody, of course, is looking at the mid-June meeting uh, still uh, with the 50 basis point hikes. And that has also been um, articulated by the Fed. But again, this uh, week now is bringing us lots of Fed speak. Uh, we have Waller, we have Williams, Bullard, Logan, Mester, Brainerd, all on the news wires next week. And maybe they introduce a note of caution on the economy in their comments. Um, so an interesting one. Yeah, absolutely. So looking forward to that. Let's have a quick look at um, at Europe, if we, if we could, Stephanie, because, you know, speaking about uh, pricing in a, a risk scenario of, of rate hikes, we always talk about the US. But what about in, in Europe? I know we have some inflation data um, coming out very, very soon. Um, but what do we think in terms of central bank action in, in Europe for the coming week? Yeah, actually, ECB in Europe has been much in focus over the last uh, couple of weeks already, because that is when we the market started to price this risk scenario, because we had a couple of ECB uh, members talking about uh, possibly 50 basis point hikes to be more appropriate. And uh, of course, we also had Madame Lagarde on the news wires. So now uh, we look at the inflation data for May. 
that will be released on Tuesday, which most probably with the higher energy cost, um, you know, the, the headline will still uh, get good underpinning. And then we also know the ECB is looking at the euro weakness. And, the you know, although we had a bit of a turnaround now with this lift of risk sentiment, as we just discussed, most part of May was uh, quite a low euro dollar as well. So, um, yeah, again, it will be interesting to see whether policymakers' comments will will give away any more of whether that risk scenarios of 50 basis points or rather 25 basis points is, uh, is, is what we need to price in for the rate hike that I expected to start in, in July. Yeah, that's so interesting. You know, it's a quite a balancing act, isn't it? These central bankers all over the world and including, you know, in your part of the world in, in Asia Pacific are playing at the moment. We, we've talked so much about, you know, here where I sit actually in London, the cost of living crisis is, is you know, big time in the news. We had Chancellor Sunak um, here in the UK unveil the windfall tax on energy producers. I wanted to get your take on that crisis and the various supply chain pressures in Asia, um, perhaps starting yeah. with with China and what you what you see in the, in your part of the world. Well, before I go to China, which which obviously there, you know, we have the government clearly advising us as to how they will approach um, that that um, economic downturn that is coming uh, from uh, supply side. Uh, chain issues as well, etc. But what has also been very interesting this week, you just mentioned the UK, we actually had a lot of uh, news this week as well in regards to how governments reacting to, um, to the supply chain uh, problems on food and affordability, really. Um, so, for instance, we started off the week um, by looking, uh, seeing that Indi the Indian government announced actually cuts in excise duty on petrol and diesel. And uh, Indonesia's government raised uh, subsidy spending for this year by an additional 1.6% of GDP and also committed not to raise the mass market fuel prices this year. Um, we, had a, we had now a ban um, that will start on 1st of June of chicken uh, being exported from Malaysia, which here in Singapore, where I sit, um, has caused uh, quite a scare. And uh, then China, uh, end of last, uh, yeah, beginning of last week, had also rolled out um, a lot of tax incentives against 60 billion RMB to support consumption in China. But again, when you look at China, and again, this coming week now is an interesting one again, because we get the PMI service release on Tuesday. Of course, we know um, that in China, it's still all about um, how the zero COVID policy is is working out. You know, when we get May manufacturing and non-manufacturing PMIs, you are, of course, they may be likely to improve relative to April, but most probably remain below 50 for a third consecutive month on, on this a slower reopening of the cities under COVID lockdowns. But, you know, as we move along and, uh, you know, Shanghai um, um, is now slowly opening up, Beijing may have to, uh, you know, close down even more. So it's it's moving throughout the country and we'd still have to wait as to how um, the zero COVID policies will, will work out. But we know the government there, as all these other governments we mentioned already, are also very committed to make sure there's enough stimulus then in the system to buffer off uh, the, the negative effect that will have on consumers and on, on your population. Stephanie, thank you so much for those insights. It's always so interesting from where I sit here in Europe to, to talk to you in Asia Pacific. I'm sure it is 
for our listeners also. This has been your Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast today with Stuart Haslam and Stephanie Holtzogen, our CIO in Asia Pacific. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Bye for now. This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.